All right, welcome out to another episode of Windshield Time at Mountain Land Supply. I'm Joey. I'm here, as always, with Brandon, our CEO. And we are accompanied by Spencer Shorts, the producer, slash do anything, slash do nothing sometimes. We've got to call him the magician. Oh, the magi. I like that. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about um, one of the topics, or one of the... Um, Cogs in the wheel of EOS, they have six cogs, and one of them is the people component of EOS, which is extremely important because our entire company is made up of people. People are your number one. A uh, thousand of them. Yeah. They are your highest expense, right? Mm, yep. Uh, in, in payroll. And they, if you have the right people in the right seat, you can do anything. And that's the whole purpose behind the people component in EOS is finding the right people, number one. So that's why we have our core values. That's why we've talked about those. And then once those people are clicking all those boxes for those core values, they exhibit those core values more than 50% of the time, then you find out whether they, are, whether they get it, they want it, and they have the capacity to achieve it in the seat that they're in. So for a driver... Uh, okay, as we hire a driver, yep, yeah, from our limited exposure to this person, perhaps, we see that they they exhibit these core values as much as we can see. Now, do they have the ability to do the job? Are they, do they get it? Do they get what they're supposed to do? Do they understand that, you know, driving is going to be kind of hard? You know, driving, you're going to be in the truck, you're going to be in and out of the truck. Sometimes you got to lift stuff, sometimes it's heavy stuff. Sometimes you're not going to know the address. Sometimes it's a bad address. Do you get that that is the job? Then do you want that? Do you want to do that? And not just because you want a paycheck, but do you want to do that job? So if they pick to, or if they click those two, then do they have the capacity to do it? Well, do they have a decent driving record? Are they insurable? You know, that's the capacity to do it. Can they lift? Can they jump in and out of the cab? That sort of thing. So if they have all those things, then they get that seat on the bus and we can move forward. Yeah. And you do that with every single person in every single position of the company and they've passed that test, then you're going to have a really, really healthy company. So long as you know what your core values are and you're holding to them. And I, I thought this was kind of one of the coolest things that EOS did for us. It was, it really kind of cleaned up our hiring process and our vetting process and our retention process. And our review process. So it really kind of helped us build all that out in a really, really succinct, easy uh, component. Yeah, systematically. Mm -hmm. And it's not this guessing of, because, you know, I think in the past, you know, back to the hiring process, I agree. So on those, you know, the people that are listening that do hire, the two of you that are listening. <laughs> both of you. Hopefully you both hire. Yeah, maybe one. Of Joey's yours. mom and my mom. <laughs> no, they don't work for the company. But uh, no, um, you need to. It's very important that you hire to those core values. Um, you're the gatekeepers, yep. really, to making sure that we get the right people that should be on the bus. Um, you know, there's people that have already been hired, and we have that people analyzer that we look at that you can use as well. Um, those that are in uh, managerial or supervis um, supervisors. You can go through that and say, okay, evaluate the people that work for you and say, with that people analyzer, looking at those core values and say, 
do they meet that and should they be on the bus? Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's a huge thing to be able to see that and have that because in the past it was, it felt like it was a biased process. For sure. It was, you know, a manager would hire a driver or warehouse person or even a counter person. And it was, well, you know, did they like them? Oh yeah, they liked them. They thought that they were great and blah, 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 blah. Okay, great. But are they going to fit into our culture? Yeah. And you know, you, I think in the past it was, it worked out for the most part because usually our managers fit our culture. And if they got along with them, then it would be like, oh, okay, then they're going to fit our culture. Right. Um, but we didn't have a real process here. And I think this kind of puts it down on paper and makes it, okay, here you go. This is how you do it. So that hiring process, it's crucial for our culture. Maintaining it. Uh Uh-huh. Exactly. Because you can hire a bad person. One bad person can do a lot of damage to your culture. Absolutely. We've seen that happen. Um, and we've we've nipped it in the bud too when we've seen that happen sometimes. When it comes up to us or we see that. Um, we've had people that have only worked for the company for four days and we've had to <laughs> let them go because they weren't a good cultural fit. And to that point, that was actually one that we hired. Yeah. Um, and we had red flags. And it was on the um on our core value side they were not jiving with some of our core values and honestly we kind of sidestepped that looked past that I'll, I'll i'll take the blame for that i looked past that because i, I know that you and calvert talked to me about it and said hey we got some red flags and i said let's push forward um because we were looking at opening up a new area and we, but we some, believe in people and we 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 we're very hopeful and we were optimistic about people and what they can do. Yep. And um, it was interesting because we looked past that and I think that it was opening up a new area. I think there's some dollar signs there too. And so we pushed forward to it, we hired the person and, and four days later we had to let them go because now it started affecting our culture already within the first four days yeah. that we said, whoa, 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 we can't have this. And so we learned a lesson from that. I learned a lesson. But that person still buys from us. They're now a customer and they appreciate the relationship we have with them. And the experience actually, I thought that it would set us back from expanding. If anything accelerated it, yep. because a lot of people saw what we did and they anyways. like, Oh man, you guys really mean what you say. Well, and also, oh, well, if that's not a good fit for you, then that means that you might be a good fit for me. So we saw right. a lot of people that saw that and came across from yeah. that. Um, and it put us, it put us in front of the right people, but we were very, I was more cautious. Yeah about who we were going to hire from then on um, going forward. I've learned from that experience. That was that happened years ago, but um, it's very important that you use those core values to be able to hire people and also evaluate going forward. And then that second component. So, you know, more than 50% of the time, you know, it's the plus minus, right. Mm-hmm. That we put on there that, okay, they we think that they're going to be good. Now they should be on the bus. Now there's that second component of the GWC, get it, want it, capacity to do it. Yep. And that's the part of saying, okay, are they in the right seat? And usually that comes more into, for me, my sense is it's more of someone's already hired. Now they've been working here and now we're looking at them and saying, do they get the get their job, what yep. they're supposed to be doing, wanting it. And, and I want to, there's a few comments i'll make really quick about that joe you you i'm not going to repeat what you said but on the want it there's a fine line it's okay to say hey i'm in this job right now but i have a desire to move up we want that we want you to 
continue. can be ambitious. Yep, exactly. We want you to move up in the company. Um, so there's some people take that, interpret that as, oh, if you want to move up, that means you don't want your job. No, no. I want my job, but you know, I do want to progress in the company as well. And that's perfectly fine. And when, you know, managers, supervisors, you need to make sure there's a, that difference, right? Yep. There's still people that are, still want to have their job. Now we've had it. We've looked at people. There's people that don't want their job and they want someone else's job. Yep. And that's it. And they have their eyes set on that and they're trying everything to get that job. That's different. That's when it's, you don't want your job. You want that. But then job. that, that goes back to a core value. Exactly. Yep. And then the capacity, you know, um, the physical capacity, mm -hmm. you know, we talk about a driver, a warehouse, can you physically lift something? But I also like to put on there, there's a mental capacity too. hundred percent. Yeah. Um, you know, can you really do, do you have the mental capacity to do this job? Because there's some jobs that it is taxing mm -hmm. and there's some people that can't keep up with it. They well, don't have that mental capacity. It, it well. can also be a training, you know, like I couldn't just jump in there and do what Mike Munson does. Yeah. You know, I don't have the capacity to be a controller at this company, Yep. but Mike Munson does. Yeah. You know, so uh, that's, that's a capacity thing too. Maybe it's a training thing that that person, it doesn't mean they're a bad person, but no. they, to, at this time, they don't have the capacity to do that job. Yeah. And that's okay. And I also, there's a different component too. I don't know if this, this isn't physical per se or mental, but you know, there's, also people that have family dynamics too mm -hmm. that don't allow them to do certain jobs. Um, you know, travel, you know, some jobs require travel. Well, they might have a family dynamic that, that doesn't allow that. They yeah. don't have that capacity to be able to do that. So that capacity can really expand and encompass a lot of different things. Yep. Uh, I think we get focused a lot on the physical capacity, but there's a lot more that you can take into consideration for capacity side. So yeah. the, Part of what I love about that um, that people analyzer is it's a great tool for a manager to use to evaluate their people. And managers out there, you should be using this at least quarterly. You know, you, you should be picking a, a time to have a conversation with each of the people that report directly to you to have what they call a quarterly conversation. And in that conversation, this is a component of it. Yeah. You should be going through this with them and saying, letting them know where they stand. That the, the the most kind thing you can do for a person is to be clear with them of your expectations. Yeah. So if you're going through those the the people analyzer with them and saying, listen, you you match up with all of our core values, and you get it and want it and you have the capacity to achieve it. Well, what if they want a different job? You're never going to know that unless you talk with them. Yep. And they're never going to know what they're going to need to do to qualify for that other job unless they talk to you about it. So we, we owe it to our people to, to have those conversations on a consistent basis and make that a forum where they can feel comfortable in being honest yeah. and that you can feel comfortable being honest with them. Uh, one other thing about the people analyzer that some people don't realize is that in every quarterly that we hold as an executive team, one of our responsibilities is to evaluate the company from top to bottom and determine whether or not we see some real outliers that don't meet the qualifications to be the right person in the right seat. And, you know, there have been some, some moments where we have had to take some steps and, and Brandon kind of alluded to one where a, a manager 
was decent at their job, was kind of checking all the boxes, but they didn't really want their job. They wanted, you know, my job or somebody else's job. They they weren't going to be satisfied until they, quote unquote, ran the company, right? Yeah. And that's great to have ambition when it's at the sacrifice of somebody else and the department that you're in because you have so much ambition, you're missing things along the way. That's when we as an executive team, we, we have a responsibility to step in and, and evaluate that person. But that, that right person, right seat discussion, by the way, is one of our very first ones. How many, how many people did we have on the 24, list? 24 people on our very first, on pass. our very first pass when we, we came together and we started doing this. And now, you know, we might get one or two mm-hmm. and I'll tell you, it's not the easiest thing to do. Easiest exercise but we know it's an exercise that has to be done and you. It gives us an opportunity to have very blunt discussions about a person um, and re recommit to a person. Or there's times that we say, Hey, we need to part ways with a person. Mm-hmm. Most of the time it's recommit. Yep. It, it's very rarely are we saying we need to part ways. We need, we need to help them. We need to train them up. We need yep. to give them some additional Ex- resources. Exactly. And so um, it, it's, it's an, it's a great thing. I'm going to make a one comment about the people analyzer before I forget about it. Um, I'll actually make two comments about it. I'll give you a story and then I'll tell you it's a good tactic. You know, you talk about the managers, you should be doing that quarterly, a good practice or a good um, exercise too, is also have them fill out one first Yeah, before you have them come in. So manager, you fill out one, whoever you're talking to, have them fill out one and then you compare. Yeah. And uh, see where your differences are. Um, I've done that before. And there's times that, you know, I think that this person's a plus and, you know, ownership and they come in and they put a negative. It's like, whoa, whoa, I think you're a plus. Why are you saying a negative? And there might be some things that they think that they're failing on. Yeah. That you're like, okay, so then you can help them understand, you know, maybe they have a misunderstanding. That they're on the right path or the wrong path. Exactly. Yeah. And have that, or there's sometimes you're, you put a negative and they think that they're doing awesome. And so finding that discrepancy is, it's a really good exercise to go through. Um, the story I'm going to tell you, Joey knows this. I don't need to tell Joey, but I'll tell everybody else is um, <laughs> when we first were starting EOS, um, we had uh, I know the, I would, I'm doing air quotes, the executive team. We didn't call, call it that, but it was that team that we had together. There was nine of us, 10 of us. I think it was 11 in the first 11, pass. Yeah. 11 in the first pass. <clears throat> um, I remember we were sitting over here on 8th North in a conference room, and we had to do the people analyzer on each oh, other. dude. Yeah, that was On painful. each other. Now, I'm going to just tell you right now. In front of everybody. Yeah. yeah. And then you had to go through. Like, they would say, okay, now it's Joey. So everybody <laughs> would go around the room and put on there, you know, I'd have my thing of plus minus or plus and everything about Joey. And then I would have to say it out loud in front of the group to Joey, you know, for courage, you're a plus, you know, this, you're, you know, blah, 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 and go through, you know, Joey, I didn't have a hard time with, but there was a few on there that I'm like, but he didn't tell us that we were telling, if I remember right, that we were going to tell everybody. No, yeah, it was a nice surprise. So you're, you're going through and being honest about it. And then he's like, all right, now we're going to go and we're going to say, tell everybody it's like, Oh my gosh. And I remember thinking there, I'm like, do I change a few? Then I'm like, no, I'm not going to change a few. I'm going to be the honest. It was sucked out of that room, man. Oh my gosh. It was tense. Mm-hmm. It was very thick in there. And it was, 
Yeah, there was a moment there that I'm like, am I going to get fired after this? Yeah. Uh, I didn't, luckily. But it was, there was a few people that I think came out of there that thought that they were performing better than they really were. And that was hard. It was way hard. That was probably one of the most difficult things <laughs> I had to do. But, oh, man. but, you know, give it up to Quinn. Quinn's phenomenal at making you feel awkward and getting mm -hmm. you uncomfortable. But for you to be able to build trust, you have to get uncomfortable at the beginning with everybody. Yeah. And that's really what he was doing. So yeah. anyway, so if you think that you're doing people analyzer and it's really difficult, we've been there. We know it. We've done it. And it's. And it does suck sometimes. It, it does. It, it can be difficult, but nine times out of 10, it can be a really good exercise and a good moment for a supervisor and an employee to be able to come together, build trust. And have a better relationship. Well, the more you have that conversation, just period, if you're a supervisor, the more you have those types of conversations, the better you're going to get at it. And the the more you're going to be able to navigate those situations without the awkwardness. Yeah. You know, there are ways to tell people the clear thing and still be kind. And there are ways to just go in there like a bull in a china closet and tear it up and... I prefer the former rather than the latter, but you know, sometimes the latter needs to happen too. So, yeah. Um, but that's the people component. So I think it's an awesome, uh, thing that we do here. I think, uh, the more we do it, the more we stick to it, the more consistent we are with it. And the more often we do it, the better our people are going to be, the happier they're going to be, and they're going to perform better because of that. Yep. So. Totally agree. Okay. Well, thank everybody for, uh, coming out and spending a little windshield time with us and, We'll see you down the road. Have a good one, everyone. Thanks, guys.